Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by the Ville Diada Podcast. It's another lovely Monday morning. I want to welcome y'all back. Hope that you had a great weekend. I did. Now, some things that happened over the weekend. Oh, man. I finally was able to link up with Kevin Bookman, author of Beyonders. Man, had a great interview. We met up at a uh, little local restaurant, Wing Nut, and had some lunch and had a great discussion about the book, uh, his plans for the story, and you know, a few more things. It was it was a great interview, and I definitely enjoyed talking to him both online and offline. You know, we had uh, we started around noon, end up talking till like two o'clock in the afternoon, and uh, only probably thirty. 30, 45 minutes of that was the show. We, we we definitely had some good conversation after we talked about everything that we was talking about for the show. And uh, I'm looking forward to getting him back on the show so we can do some more. We can talk about some different things, you know, just some just regularly kick the bobo, man, because the guy, um, I love his mindset. I love the way he thinks. And I, I definitely got to get him back uh, on the podcast, man, and, and, and just keep it rolling. What else did I do over the weekend? I got a chance to check out the newest edition of Last Chance You over in Indy. And it was, I don't know, man. It was different. It was different. I'm not going to spoil it for those of y'all that haven't seen it. But the, the guy, JB, the coach, JB, I don't really like the guy. Be honest, be honest with you. Be 100% honest with you. I don't really like the guy. I don't care for the guy. And as a uh, former football player, I will say, man, that his style of coaching to me is in, it's ineffective, at least for my, me and my personality, because he, it's just a lot of threats, a lot of shit talking. And I don't know anybody that really can thrive in that environment. I don't know too many people that actually it motivates them to be talked down to consistently when you're trying to accomplish something there may be some people out there that that's just a great fit for them but normally what happens is people you know you just kind of accept the down talk and you push it to the back and you move forward but it it it, um, it festers with you and you start to you start to build a a grudge i guess you could say it like that you start to build a grudge against the person that's doing it to you and eventually you pop eventually you blow up and there was a little bit of that. I'm going to say there was a little bit of that going on during the uh, season. If you don't know about Last Chance You, Last Chance You is a Netflix documentary where they're following not only the coaching staff, but the players at a JUCO, a junior college, which is basically, it's a, if you're at a junior college playing football, it's normally because you your grades went up to par to go to a, a bigger program, 
Um, you just athletically weren't gifted enough to play at a different type of program or you're one of those players who got a shot at a big program and just didn't make it for whatever reason your attitude or whatever you had going on so you had to step down to the juco level kind of redeem yourself and then once you graduate from juco you you know you get the offers from the uh the bigger colleges division ones and division twos and you can go on and play for them so definitely check out last chance you if you're in the football it was great it was it's a great watch and you'll probably be able to learn something from it uh but maybe that's just me because i tend to be able to learn something from anything but you know it is what it is on that i want to speak for a minute about these ten thousand dollar steak and shake franchises that i told y'all about last week so if you're not up on game there's a some ads rolling around Facebook where they're talking about um, $10,000 will get you a franchise in Steak and Shake. And me, myself, I was looking into it and thinking about investing in it. And I had a couple more people around me that was thinking about investing in it. So I dug a little deeper. And this is what I found out, right? Number one, the locations that Steak and Shake is offering for you to be able to buy into the franchise for $10,000 are locations that have been shut down due to financial issues. And Steak and Shake as a whole has been having financial issues. Uh, they have like a hundred and forty something million dollar loan that they have to pay back in the next year or two, or the company might end up being shut down altogether, or it might end up getting bought out, you know. So, and then they just recently lost a lawsuit where the managers uh, sued Steak and Shake because they were not getting paid overtime. They were being had to quote unquote voluntarily work doing non-managerial duties, which could be anything. I have no idea what they had them doing, but for whatever reason, it did not qualify them for any overtime. So. The managers got together and they sued because of this and they won the suit. So they didn't disclose how I wasn't able to locate how much the suit was going to be for. But I'm pretty sure it was big dollars. So, you know, that's another strike that they have against them. And then Steak and Shake has had a reputation in the community of not being so customer service friendly. And so they're trying to revamp the company's image through getting new owners and bringing a service how did they say it a somebody with a service-based personality or service spirit or some something like that something similar to what to chick-fil-a's model how you know you go to chick-fil-a and everybody's just amped up and everybody's happy and, and, and welcoming there that's the that's what steak and shake is trying to shoot for at this point right so still interested let's keep it going because wait there's more so the ten thousand dollars doesn't actually buy you a franchise or buy you into the franchise the ten thousand dollars gets you to be able to take part in a i think it's like eight to twelve week training program to where you go and you and you have to get this basically it's like a class 
And if you do not pass the class, if you do not meet the stake and shake, stake and shake standards, then you can be denied the franchise and you sit home and you're only able to get half your money back. You're only able to get five out of those $10,000 back. Now, if you pass, then you go on to another training, like an in-store type of training that I believe, if I remember correctly, lasts around six months. So, eight to 12 weeks, you know, prepping, and then six plus months of uh, uh, in-store training and whatnot. So, it's going to take you around a year to even be placed into these this franchise and once you are you receive zero equity into that franchise so you really don't own it you're really just a a, a overly uh, uh how would you say it man you're basically like a glorified manager because you're expected to be in store involved in the daily operations you do receive 50% of the profits but at any given time Steak and Shake is allowed to change the stipulations of the agreement to basically take your franchise from you and you are not guaranteed to be able to renew your agreement I believe it's after a year or 24 months or something like that you're not guaranteed to be able to renew your agreement so what it seems like to me is that Steak and Shake is doing somewhat of like a cash grab they're trying to get these people in and uh gather that revenue to go towards these bills that they have to pay these debts that they have and it's like damn because if you really think about it a lot of the people who are going to go through the application process and who are going to put down money to try to uh, get these steak and shakes either aren't going to get approved they're not going to make it through the whole process and another thing i almost forgot during the whole part during the whole part of the training the six to eight week training and then in-store training all the training that they have you doing to be able to run this steak and shake you are responsible for your own uh travel and 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 stay accommodations so that's even more money that you're gonna have to come out of the pocket now i'm not saying it's a bad deal but I'm not saying it's a good deal either, but for all of us that was amped up and ready to go buy a steak and shake, it may be, you may want to take a little bit more time to think about uh, uh, the situation before you go headlong into it, man. That's why it's so important before you do any type of investing that you research and find out as much information about the investment that you're about to engage in. So I'm going to share a quick story with y'all. While I was with Mr. Bookman and we were getting ready to discuss, no, we were actually in the middle of the interview at this time. <laughs> like I said, we decided it was a nice day outside. We decided to do the interview at this place called Wing Nuts. You know, we got lunch and everything. And they had the 
tiniest wings in America, I swear to God, right now. It's like they was taking these wings off baby chickens. Maybe they was pigeons. I have no idea, but the wings were small, but they were delicious. I didn't finish mine at the time because, you know, I wasn't even really hungry. I just bought the wings, so they leave us alone while we recorded. But while we were recording, man, this car pulls up, right? The car pulls up, and he's talking to somebody on the phone. He's talking to this young lady on the phone on the Bluetooth so we can hear the conversation that you're having so he pulls up and she's just talking 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 and talking 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 and he's like yeah I'm gonna be right, I'm gonna be right back and he jumps out of the car goes into the wing spot <laughs> and the chick is just still talking she has no idea that he left she had, she is oblivious to the fact that he's no longer in the car she's just talking 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 going 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 which shows you that she was paying zero attention to whatever he was saying if he was saying anything as much as she was talking he was probably just listening to whatever she had to say or just acting like uh she was listening to what he had to say so we had did a pause for a second because i don't remember if it was because the semi had pulled up or somebody was playing music or whatever but we took a pause for a second <laughs> and the dude and, and we realized that the, the chick is just still talking she going i'm talking about she going in and the dude is not even in the car he's in the restaurant whole time has no idea what she was talking about and that's funny to me because i'm like i wonder how he reinserted himself into the conversation uh after the fact after he went in there because he was in there for a good little bit of time and <laughs> i was wondering how you know, he went in there, he got his food or whatever. He came back and he got in the car. And I was, because we were having conversation ourselves, so I wasn't really paying attention to at which point she stopped talking or if she ever stopped talking. But I'm like, damn, how did he reinsert himself into that conversation? Once he got back in the car, he has no idea what he just said. Man, and it just makes you think, man, sometimes when you're on the phone and you're talking to people, uh, it makes you wonder, <laughs> seeing something like that makes you wonder how attentive people are to the conversation that you're having when you're having it, or are they just on the other end doing whatever the hell that they're doing? Makes you think, huh? Made DeVille think, huh? So one of the things that came up while me and uh, Kevin was talking today was just coming to the realization of how much talent we have around us. That we don't even know is around us. So you know, you gotta start to people have to start networking with people that are uh, on the same level and in the same places as they are. And sometimes people who are under quote unquote where they are in life or in status or whatever, you know, all that peppermint commanded stuff. Because you never know who you have around you doing what. You know, we realize that just in the circle of people that we know, because we know mutual people, that they, we have podcasters, we have authors, we have uh, uh, streamers, we have all type of talent, animators, um, people that do CGI, people that build, write computer programs. We have all these different people around us and didn't even know it because we never took the chance to ask we never took the chance to learn the people around us and we have to realize you have to realize that networking isn't always about reaching out 
or trying to grab on and cling on to people that are of a higher status than you are because that's what people normally do they look for somebody that is already successful somebody that has already made it and they try to become a part of their circle but as i said before on the podcast most of the time when you're dealing with people who are of that level they're looking at you as as a client they're looking at you as potential they're looking at you as someone they can sell something to whether it be a course in how to do something whether it's a, a service or a product that they have or that they sell or whatever it is they're looking at you as a potential client not as someone that they could help someone that they could pull up somebody that actually might be useful to them because they already have their teams so what we need to start doing as a whole as a collective is to uh, start recognizing the talent that we have around us and to, to start networking with those people and bonding together to build something together because it's 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 it's, it's just ridiculous once you really look at it it's ridiculous we we tend to sit around and listen to people when they tell us stories or they tell us about what they do or how they do things and we just brush it off. We don't pay much attention because in our head, we're looking at where they are, what's their status in life right now. And so we'll pay somebody, somebody will come up to you and say that they do engineering, but they work at Wendy's. So you'll pay them no attention to the fact that this might be a dope engineer. It just so happens that at this point in his life, he needs to work at Wendy's to survive or he might be a dope producer, but, you know, he works at freaking brand smart because that's what's paying his bills right now. He hasn't he hasn't made the connections or been given the opportunity to be able to live off of his talent. But if we all come together and pull not even our resources because i know people get shaky when you start talking about their resources when i'm when i say resources i mean financials in this instance but if we pull our resources meaning our talents our abilities the things that we have whether it be like recording equipment or or freaking if you have a truck and people want to move stuff whatever resources you have we start to bring those resources together and pull those resources together man we could take things to another level and start building our own and i'm not just talking to people of color i'm not just talking to the brown and black community i'm talking to people in general that stop looking at the person that the guy next door is the guy who works at walmart and 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 take the time to figure out what his real talent what his real lust for life is but hold on y'all didn't come here listening to that did you nope y'all came here for some discipline so that's what i'm gonna give you discipline of the day you remember i told you probably two a week maybe two weeks ago i don't remember exactly when it was i told y'all to never outshine the king right i told you the story about from the 48 laws of power where the guy was commissioned with putting together a party for the king and he did such a great job at putting together this party to pay homage to the king thinking that the king was going to get the accolades for this party but everybody gave him the props for the party and he ended up getting decapitated so while we cannot be uh while we should be cautious in our efforts and and not intentionally try to outshine the king at the same time as the king you cannot be afraid of people outshining you you cannot uh, uh you cannot suppress people you should not 
suppress people. You should not be afraid to help people. You should not be afraid to pull people up. You should not be, be afraid to pull people into your circle out of the fear that they may do something greater than what you did. Because at the end of the day, you have to look at it like this, right? As like a manager, a manager, when his associate gets promoted, he gets a notch under his belt for being the one to who developed and coached and trained that associate to the point where they were able to step up to another level, either on an equal playing field or a higher player field than the person who actually taught them. That speaks a lot to the person that taught them, do you not think? If you are a freaking kung fu fighter and you become greater than the master, is that not a testimony to how great the master was at teaching you kung fu? I think it is. So don't be afraid to help people and coach people and train people and push people up. Bring them into your circle. Allow them to use your resources as you use their resources. And then you will end up building something amazing. And people will normally be very appreciative for the opportunities that you've given them. And then they can reach back and give you opportunities that may ever elevate you to a whole nother level, brothers and sisters. I don't want nobody to, I don't want the pepper vent community getting upset. Oh, what did That reminded me of the Sims right quick, but I'm not even going to stick to that. Take this information, use it however you will, but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Thank you for tuning in to the VLDI. Thoughts by the VLDI, the podcast. Be on the lookout for that episode where I'm going to drop the interview with Kevin Bookman, author of Beyonders, Genesis. That's the first volume. No, I ain't going to tell y'all too much. It's available on Amazon. It's available at Barnes & Nobles. It's available. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure after you hear this interview, you're going to be interested in grabbing your own copy. DeVille Diaz out of here, man. Peace.